the other night I was laying across my bed and and I was thinking to myself about how quickly things shifted during the pandemic. I felt like I went to bed one night trying to figure out what I was going to prepare to take for lunch the next day. And then the morning I woke up and there we were in the middle of a pandemic. And there's something about facing the possibility of death that forces you to prioritize, to reprioritize and to start looking at those things in your life that you need to release and gather, gather those things that are actually essential. One thing that I thought about particularly was all of the unaddressed shadow work that I needed to take care of in my life. And that brings me to talking about how to deal with liars, how to deal with liars and healing and restoring yourself after lies. I guess that's the best way that I can put it. But I had, um, I felt the need to address this because of the emotional toll that lies that were told by extended family members, people who were close to me, so I thought. And the, the pain and the, the stress that I had to deal with for years, actually for years. And it's only by God's grace that I'm able to talk about it today. And part of the reasons reason why I started Her North was because number one, I wanted a community just for women of color because when I started looking for places to go to find communities of women who shared the same values that I have and who love Jesus Christ, who were trying to live holy, who were trying to uh, make their lives better and improve the lives of others and operate or, or discover what it is that God put us here to do. That's what I was looking for. And I couldn't find anything like that when I was younger and I was on my journey because I was disappointed by so many of the women who were around me. And that's why I tell you guys that, you know, I sometimes I, I feel that I may be a little bit too honest when it comes to expressing how I feel about women between the ages of 44, 50, 55, 60 and above, simply because of the of the um, experiences that I have had over the course of my life and women who I have come across who experienced the same thing, who were living in different countries, living in different states uh, associated with. Uh, uh, different churches, different religions. So I just wanted to share that with you um, in case you may feel that I'm being a bit um, abrasive when I address uh, that. But I'm very serious about it because I, I had no idea that it was as bad as it was for that particular age group. And it's not everybody, but 90 percent. I'm just going to be honest with you, ladies, it's 90 percent. Um. 
When somebody lies on you, you're okay. You're like, okay, they lied on me it, when it's a stranger. When it's a stranger, it doesn't really bother you. You're like, well, I didn't, you know, I had this gut feeling anyway, or, you know, they're not, uh, I'm not concerned about them. I'm not a part of their, their lives in that manner, and they won't be a part of mine. But anyway, when it's people that's close to you, and I'm talking about folks that belong to your church, people that are your relatives, and these are the people who share blood ties with you, um, when it's in-laws, okay, um, when it's your children, when it's stepchildren, when it's um, your ex-husband or your uh, uh, husband's ex-wife or his mother, whomever it is, when it's people like this, it just kind it kind of hits you a little harder because you know you, here you are trying to live holy and trying to do what's right, and then you discover that all of the work that you have been putting in trying to live for God serving Christ, Jesus Christ. And you discover that there are people who are in the same camp as you. And I'm talking about the the category that I described. They're in the same camp with you and they're going around spreading lies about you, spreading lies. And these lies are so atrocious that they are affecting and infecting other relationships within the, within your camp. For example, you have a sister-in-law that's going back to the siblings and creating a narrative about you. And it's so untrue, but everybody believes that sister because it's a sister. Everybody embraces that narrative because deep down inside, and I'm going to be honest with you. I think, um, I think it's true. Uh, this, this is true. I think that people know when somebody is lying on another person, especially if they have had contact with you, but their self-esteem and their insecurities will not allow them to number one, question the, the validity of the lie. They won't question the source of the lie, because everybody knows their family members and how messy they are or if they're not or whatever the case is. And believing the lie will make them feel better about their current situation. So, it, you know, and, and plus everybody loves juicy gossip, right? And, and, and it becomes easier and justified for people to mistreat you. They can, because they can't, they, they can't accept, you know what? I'm mistreating that girl for nothing. I'm I'm lying on that. I'm, I'm up here enabling my messy sister and, and her lost ways. And I'm allowing her to come to my house and talk about my sister, my sister-in-law and around my children and around everybody else because I don't like her because she's different from everybody else or I perceive her as being different or that she doesn't belong or I, or she's not allowing us to be a part of what she has going on in her life. And thank God for discernment because, you know, I look back <clears throat> and there were times when I didn't want to be a part of the people that were hurting me and I didn't know I didn't know what it was, but I felt like there was some dishonesty there. 
I felt like there was some uh, uh, some insincerity there. But and little did I know that that was my gut telling me that something was going on with these people and how they were lying and causing emotional distress for me. Because when people tell a lie on you and other people adopt that to be true, then those other people that don't really know you, they'll start treating you poorly. And you don't even understand it. You're just like, what is that? I thought they, I thought, you know, things were good with us. I thought, and it's disheartening for a while until God gets you to a place where you accept that everybody is spiritually at a different place. 